Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Jared Wilson. Hey, Jared, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm very, very well. I, I love your title. Jared is the Chief Innovation Officer and Managing Director of Global Sales for ABCD and Company. Uh, we'll talk a bit more about ABCD and Company in a second. Uh, they are a leading advertising events um, and marketing agency, and we'll talk about kind of the amazing work that they're doing right now. But before we get there, Jared, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career today. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And thank you so much for this opportunity. Once again, I'm Jared Wilson. I'm the Chief Innovation Officer and Managing Director of Global Sales. Long title, uh, it's a dual role um, at ABCD and Company, uh, which is actually the, the name of our, our four partners. People always ask, they're like, wait, is ABCD really the name? The four founding <laughs> partners actually is Amber, Brittany, Corey, and Derisha, and then you have and Company, the rest of us. Um, so, uh, well, I thought it was, you know, when I heard the name uh, back in the day, this is gonna sh- I'm going to show my age here, Jared. Uh, that was kind of a way you'd get at the beginning of a phone book. You'd put the letter <laughs> A at the beginning. So, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I tell people to help it out. I said, always bring in creative direction. So I was like, there's a, <laughs> another acronym for those who, who don't know that the behind the scenes story. Um, but as, as the innovation officer, you know, as I mentioned, is a dual role, but as chief innovation officer, my number one role and objective is what I always say is making people uncomfortable in a good way. Uncomfortable in the sense of when you're uncomfortable is when you grow the most. Mm-hmm. And so as a firm and as we work with our clients internally and externally, all of our stakeholders, as I would say it, my job is to help us really get out of our comfort zone, challenge our status quo, challenge our thought process, and really help us explore our backgrounds, what makes us unique, our differences, our work experience, all of the above. Because when we're able to do that, we're able to really cover our our behinds in some cases, we're able to close gaps where we could not see, find our blind spots and make sure they're accounted for. And what that allows us to do is then really have a, a closer team because we've been able to really understand and learn each other in different ways. And that leads to a, a great uh, end product, which goes to our external stakeholders, our clients. Yeah. Um, so it's a very, um, you know, it doesn't seem like it should be that hard, but it can be very challenging when you're leading. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, the story of ABCD and company over, you know, the recent history is really interesting. I mean, um, we were talking before the show that it's a minority owned business. Um, it's a company that certainly um, looks into kind of making sure that it supports and drives diversity, equity, and inclusion in, in your solutions. And so it'd just be great to get a sense of what ABCD is really focused on right now. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, we are, uh, as I like to say, a triple threat. Uh, we are a minority-owned firm, so we're a Black-owned business. We're majority woman-owned business. We're HBCU-led. Uh, that's the triple awesome. threat. As I, as I put it in, you're absolutely right. I mean, diversity is, is very much uh, braids through our entire organization. And, and doesn't just mean that, oh, because we are 
uh, a minority owned business means our focus is minority business or other minority efforts. It's really not. I mean, we are no different than any other firm. We just have a completely different perspective um, from a leadership and from how we conduct our business uh, day in and day out. You know, as a firm, and I think especially through the pandemic, what you've seen is a lot of people have websites back in the day to say, oh, if you have a business, you're a real business. Like, I mean, if you have a, a website, you're a real business. <laughs> and then when the pandemic happened, they're like, oh, wait, our business now needs to be able to do something. Um, and we now have to reach people in ways that we haven't before. And so for us, the pandemic actually has helped us grow because people are looking for different ways, unique ways to reach all of their stakeholders. Um, so whether it's redeveloping websites, whether it's revisiting branding and messaging efforts, um, as well as clearly in the event space, you know, all the events kind of shut down for a whole year. You know, it's bad when the NFL stops playing and then all of a sudden now people are trying to get in that flow of what's the new norm. You know, people were yeah, afraid of so, it. So I think that's a really interesting um, a challenge that you guys faced where you clearly had a thriving events uh, capability and a business. And then you obviously have other areas that you play in. How did that shape out for you uh, over the last couple of years? Yeah, I think with all change, you either embrace it or you run from it. And for mm -hmm. us, when everything happened, you know, of course, it was like that week of what are we going to do? And then it was very much let's pivot. Um, you have to go through a fight for adversity. And for us, we were able to pivot with technology to really find different ways. So for us, what helped us survive and then end up thriving was we said, all right, we need a new creative uh, service line. And so mm -hmm. what we did was clearly one of the big parts of events is people love the engagement. So we immediately was able to reach out to certain partners and we created PPE boxes. We created specific theme boxes that businesses could send directly to their clientele so that they could still feel that experience of, oh, we're all together, as opposed to uh, people getting tired of Zoom fatigue, if you will. The other half is clearly the other, uh, the other piece of it, which is people also got better with Zoom. You know, people are like, <laughs> all right, let's get on here and let's utilize it. But we really went into the, the frame of testing new technologies to say, how can we make our practice more interactive? How can we work with firms to do more hybrid events so that way not only could they do what they're used to doing, but really engage with more people. And I think similar to the Netflix and Disney's of the world, they saw that, oh, wow, my movies now get more views through regular TV than going to the movie theater. The industry yeah. has changed. And I think it's the same in the, in the events world. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. I've, had, I've spoken a lot to events businesses, and certainly they're very hopeful that next year offers some type of a semblance of, uh, of the old days for them. But uh, if it doesn't, they're all trying to make plans for that, that future. And or I'd say probably should say the, the new present that we're, we're living through. And so, you know, just to dig a little bit deeper, Jared, you focus on innovation. And I, I liked what you said up front where you said, you know, it's your job to people make people feel a little bit uncomfortable uh, to, to really push things forward. Tell me a little bit more about how you how you go about that. Yeah, that's uh, absolutely. That is the, the ultimate goal. I mean, with innovation, where it always starts with is, are we asking the right questions? Or what is the challenge statement, as we would call it? And so that's really when you're working with uh, clientele or even internally, we're always looking at how we can improve or what's not going. So a simple question could come from 
Um, I'll just say what we call our regulated industry. So this is an example in the financial services realm where a firm says we want to be able to reach a said target audience. Why aren't they engaging or how can we increase sales within this place? So that could be a simple challenge statement. You know, our job is to then go in and not just analyze, well, here's what the data says and so forth, but what are the underlying outliers that aren't being said in the data? How do we figure those out? And so it becomes a, uh, a long-winded, if you will, uh, conversation and going through and having tough debates of why aren't we reaching people? Are we having the right messaging? Has it been how we've responded to certain things that are happening within the communities and so forth? And then when it comes to the reach, clearly, you know, a lot of businesses used to doing business with a different target group. Millennials and, and Gen Z is, is really the new oncoming uh, market, but they mm -hmm. operate completely different. They're the TikTok users, they're the Instagram followers, and they're very different. They want to do business on the phone. So how yeah. can we engage with them? How can we be relevant with them and use technology to our advantage as opposed to trying to get them to follow into a traditional pathway? Yeah, completely. And, you know, obviously the last year has offered up a ton of challenges, both personal and professional for all of us. And just be curious to see how you and ABCD and company have navigated uh, through that, whether it be working virtually or uh, how you manage and relate to clients and opportunities. Yeah, I think for us, it's we've done a little bit of everything, you know, so before before the pandemic, like most firms, our, all of our staff was 100 uh, percent in-house. No one work was remote. And of course, after the pandemic or as it's continuing, we now find a mix, a hybrid where we have some staff that's 100 percent virtual. We have some staff that still prefers to come in every day and we have somewhere in between. So, you know, we've had to really find different ways to engage with our own internal teams to make sure that they still build into that culture that we, we believe so heavily in. I think from a work standpoint and operations, how we continue to find ways to engage with our clientele is really going back to the most simple of simple things, which is having that human connection. Uh, you know, we realize that we don't need to, you know, we need to make sure all of our meetings are done face-to-face, -face, even via Zoom. So we don't have meetings where you can be off camera because we want to wow. have that face-to-face that -face interaction. We want you to see our face. We want you to have that smile and so forth. Um, so we make sure that's a part of it. As well, we make sure we pick up the phone even more. And in some cases, if we're on the phone too much, we'll still go old school and even write handwritten letters to send to folks. And the reason is why is because at the end of the day, uh, you've seen it across time, people love customer experience. And if we can deliver an amazing customer experience internally, that's going to obviously help the business when we're dealing with any of our external stakeholders. What kind of uh, verticals do you guys operate in? What kind of businesses do you work with? Yeah, so I mean, that's the, the beauty of marketing, advertising, and events is that there's nowhere you really can't go. Um, but our, our most utilized, I would say, verticals fall under the realms of associations. Uh, we do a lot in our regulated business industry, so that would be higher I would say a little bit of higher education, financial services, uh, med medical um, firms, tech, you know, medical uh, pharmaceutical companies. And then I would say, lastly, you, we do a lot of work when it comes to like nonprofits. Um, oh, nice. We do have a, a good portfolio within like Fortune 500 companies, um, which could be anything from investment firms to, um, we'll say restaurants. We do a little bit of all of the above. So, I mean, the way that I look at it, 
is our singular focus is really cultivating relationships. Right. And so we do that through marketing and events and advertising. So if you have stakeholders that you're trying to reach and better connect and communicate with, then we are your firm. Yeah, then you guys are the people to work with. Well, uh, it's great to hear about ABCD and, and what you guys are doing now. But as you, I guess, in some ways, as the innovation officer, you have to play that lovely Nostradamus role every once in a while. When clients ask you, well, Jared, what's next? Where are we going? What's going to be the future? So maybe you can enlighten us a little bit and tell us like where you see things going. Yes, let me go. Let me go check my crystal ball right now to tell people. <laughs> I think tomorrow, baby, depending on where you are, I think day will come again. So I could start there and say that there will be a day tomorrow and there'll be night tonight. Um, no, I, I think for a firm, I think when we look at it, um, I think as you see in the, from an industry standpoint, company wide, it doesn't matter where you are, what's becoming more prevalent now than ever is the time for relationships. You know, when I look at and I'll speak from a leadership standpoint, a culture standpoint, it doesn't matter what type of firm you have, you have to invest in people. I think one of the biggest lessons we learned, even more importantly, myself has learned through this entire pandemic is that people are more important than process. And so I think a lot of firms think at this time, all right, we need to tighten the processes. We need to tighten how we do things from an efficiency standpoint. We need to tighten the reins on this to make sure nothing falls through the cracks. That's great. But at the end of the day, you know, you were working with individuals. And what we have found time and time again is that when you put people first, treat them with respect, you're listening to them, you're hearing them, you're seeing the challenges they're dealing with, with a lot of people still working remotely. You know, you have mothers who have children in the background. And it's like, if you're not understanding, uh, and even for that matter, fathers with the dogs in the background, you have a little bit of everything. If you're not understanding to just that simple piece of let me listen to my team, then you're not going to go anywhere. You know, we're seeing um, historic people, uh, historic numbers of people quitting jobs. Yeah. It's never because they don't like what they're doing. It's because mm -hmm. they don't like the culture or they're having challenges with their boss. So for us right now, the number one thing, and I think as we continue through this pandemic, is if you put people first, you're going to get tenfold the dividends back. That is such great advice, Jared. I, uh, I think about all of the topics and conversations we've had about innovation. And mm -hmm. certainly, I think a lot of people lean in on technology, but to actually flip it on its head, which you've just done is really thoughtful. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, one of the things that uh, we've all seen over the, the pandemic is, is that there's a real need for higher levels of empathy, a human understanding, um, kind of looking at a person from a holistic perspective. Uh, and I, I think you're, you're spot on. So I'm excited to hear what you guys do in the future. Uh, we've been speaking with Jared Wilson. He is the Chief Innovation Officer and Managing Director of Global Sales at ABCD and Company. He's been providing us an overview of, of really everything that ABCD and Company has been doing over the last couple of years. Uh, really helping companies move forward in advertising events and marketing efforts, as well as kind of looking at, at that activity and, and how it plays a role in society. And so, uh, Jared, thank you so much for that. I'd love to know if uh, someone wanted to reach out and learn more about what you guys are doing, where they, where they can find you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. It's, it's definitely been fun uh, talking to you and, and having this time. So I appreciate that. Uh, of course, you guys can find us at our website, which is abcdandcompany.com. That's obviously our go-to place as well. We're also on all social media handles. So at ABCD and company, uh, you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn uh, and Twitter as well. If you're trying to reach me directly, uh, you can find me anywhere on those same places. My my tag is at Jared PT Wilson um, as well on LinkedIn, Jared Wilson. You can find me there too. So thank you very much for this opportunity again. Yeah, absolutely, Jared. Thank you so much for being on the show. And we look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank Cheers. you.